the city of Spokane Valley issue a proclamation stating that our city is a Second Amendment sanctuary city. Today on Church and State, we'll be joined by Pastor John Repsel with an idea on how to pray for America and Israel. And coverage of a Palestinian woman in Israel with temporary citizenship arrested for what she posted online regarding the October 7th attack. Plus, they say that women can't drive, but can they fly? Hello, Christian patriots, and welcome to Church and State, where we strive to plug you into the pew and plug you into politics. I'm your host, Caleb Collier. With me, as always, Pastor Gabe Blomgren. Once again, your favorite far-right shock jocks and the most schizophrenic show you listen to on a daily basis. Yeah, let's do this. All right, I'm excited. Hey, real quick, go to churchandstate.media, download the shows, and share them everywhere. Also, take advantage of all of our fine affiliates, and we got some great ones there. I'm going to talk about gold and silver because, ladies and gentlemen, you need to protect your assets. You need to protect what uh, what's important to you, your home, your family, your friends, uh, all of this. And the best way to do so is by having some physical gold and silver. And so, Gabe, what is the website for us? Uh, you need to go to beverlyhillspreciousmetals.com, or it's easier just said BF, BH, BH-FM, or PM.com. Yeah, I need to write that you down. You want to say that again? Yeah. <laughs> go to www dot bm dash pm no you screwed it <laughs> oh bh dash pm our viewers are thanks for putting me on go. the spot i appreciate it i love you man anyway uh get some gold and silver use the promo code Church i do want to say this those of you who own it like i do i have i'm sitting on a lot of it but here's the thing you're never going to sell it those of you, you those of you who have it uh we we actually got to interview a guy by the name of bo polney and uh, he he's got some he's got some predictions that silver may hit into gold territory. Now I don't know if I'll ever see that, but he says those of you who own uh, good amounts of silver, you could literally someday use that to buy property. So keep that in mind, guys. The Bible says the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous. Those of you who are acquiring precious metals, you're going to be able to do something with it. So uh, get a hold of it while you can. There you go. All right. We're also accepting donations to keep us on the American Christian Network. Just hit the donate button. And last but not least, if you want to get a hold of us, Church and State 1776 at Proton.me. All right. Let's go ahead and bring on our guest. I'm thrilled to have Pastor John Repsold of Mosaic Church. Uh, this is a man that pretty much everybody in Spokane knows. You know, the, the, this guy has, has got his fingers in a lot of different things. He's always promoting the, the gospel. And I love that about him. So, Pastor John, thank you so much for joining us on Church and State. It's my privilege. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Now, you've got an idea that I think has considerable merit, um, and it's the power of prayer. You know, as Christians, this shouldn't surprise us. We believe that there is power in praying, submitting to the Lord Jesus. And uh, But you have an idea that all churches should engage in uh, right after Thanksgiving. So go ahead and hit us with that. Sure. Well, we thought uh, it would be appropriate, since prayer changes the world significantly, uh, to call churches to pray on a particular Sunday for Israel and pray for, to honor Israel, for the peace of Israel, pray for the conflict that's going on there, pray for all parties involved, pray for a move of God uh, in that part of the world. Uh, I think that's the most powerful thing that we can do in a church service, in our private life, touch the throne of God, and change the world. 
So, well so wait a minute here. So we re- recently saw in Spokane uh, on the, the other side of the aisle, the, the pro-Hamas individuals, uh, where they actually shut down a city council meeting because, you know, they, they wouldn't actually honor the system that had been established, the protocols. No, they wanted to shout and chant. Um, and so our solution is, is to peacefully pray and, and we're the enemies. Is, is that correct? Well, yeah, it's a little different approach than uh, the world because they they look at different metrics and ours has to do with the audience of one who is the most powerful. And so if this conflict helps people to rise to the presence of the Lord, to seek God for the souls of millions of people who today are really desperate uh that's what that's what a conflict should do are you surprised pastor john by the level of vitriol we're seeing already in universities or even uh in russia airports that were taken and passengers who were on planes were almost pulled from those planes and attacked and and could have been savagely murdered this is this is i I, this is going on what do you are you surprised I, I think by this is surprising most everybody, and uh, I'm old enough to have had a father who served in World War II. I'm old enough to have visited the killing fields in Cambodia, to have visited China, which liquidated millions of people in their revolution, to have been in communist Russia when it was the Soviet Union, uh, and have seen firsthand what that was like, uh, to have visited Dachau and seen the ovens, I never thought I would live to see the day where we would forget and people would actively embrace the extermination or the killing of innocent civilians, particularly Jews, in Israel. It absolutely is surprising. It is surprising, but but also as Christians, we shouldn't be surprised, right? Because, you know, I, I know all three of us, uh, are, are we don't subscribe to replacement theology. We believe right. that the Word of God uh, means what it says when it calls yes. the Jews the chosen people. And so this rise in anti-Semitism, because that's exactly what it is, it shouldn't really surprise us because if they're God's chosen people, Satan's going to hate them. And we know yeah, that the enemy uh, here that we kind of, the, the more physical enemy that we look yeah. at in, in the natural world, uh, they're being influenced by the devil. And so they hate God's chosen people. And when God has a plan for any group of people, you can be sure that the enemy uh, wants to destroy that plan and will do everything that he can to do that. Uh, but it's a bit, I wouldn't say disheartening, it's a bit surprising too how reticent many churches in America are to taking any kind of stand about this as well. You know, you're familiar with uh, Eric Metaxas's book, uh, Letter to the American Church. I mean, we're living this out right now where we have the new law of the churches, don't say anything offensive. Uh, and that's supposedly the gospel. Well, that's not the gospel. The gospel, Jesus was offending a lot of people, not on purpose. He just said, this is the way it is. And so to call people to something that doesn't require any kind of commitment or sacrifice uh, is not really the gospel. And it's, it's disheartening that so many churches will kind of buy that philosophy rather than say, no, I will speak in love the truth about these issues when I have to. Yeah, we have this kind of like hanging Chad moment where it could go either way as far as right now the left is aligning to a degree with supporting Israel. Obviously, they're supporting Ukraine, 
but I feel like that can that can like easily change at any moment, and I, and I think that's a just. People are probably thinking, why would I need to pray for Israel? Because you you are actually very close cellmates when it comes time to oppression of God's people. Y- yes, yes, you you believe differently, but the reality is, is when they begin to come for the Jews, they're going to come for you as well. Would you not agree in your thoughts? Pre- precisely. And this is the problem with remaining silent or not uh, being public about this and saying, no, we stand with Israel. We don't agree necessarily with every decision they make. We're not uh, aligned in every political capacity. But the Jewish people have a plan. God has a plan for them in the future. And if you if you say that their existence doesn't matter, then you're effectively saying God does not keep his word. He does not, uh, he's not committed to the people he says he's committed, he's committed to and loves. And you're backing off from the gospel. Yeah, I, I completely agree. So, so Pastor John, lay it out for us. What are we looking to do? Uh, the Sunday coming up here, uh, you know, the, I think it's the 26th or something like that. Uh, yes. It's this coming Sunday, and uh, what we're asking churches to do is to take anywhere from a few minutes to pray together as uh, the people of God for Israel, for the Palestinians, for the Jews, that God would do an amazing work of His Spirit during this time. Uh, We know that at some point, God's going to call that nation back to Himself. And uh, why not our generation? Why not this decade? Why not this year? Prayer can can influence this. And so we're asking you to pray, first of all, and we're asking you to consider even taking the entire preaching time and laying out for people what does the Scripture say about the Jewish people today? And why should we be involved uh, in this way in support of them? Why should we speak publicly in support of them? Why should we show up at events that support the Jewish people, biblically speaking, today. And so if if any church would just take anywhere from a few minutes to the whole service, uh, that will do a lot to help our people understand this is God's call in our lives. Amen to that. And I just like to say to the audience, look, you're not a pastor. Go approach your pastor. You heard about yes. this idea on church and state. Go approach your pastor and say, hey, can we at least do, you know, five minutes of prayer, 10 minutes of prayer? You know, you if the pastor's already written the sermon, then fine but at least engage in prayer corporately as the body of Christ to support his chosen people. Now, I, I really appreciate you, Pastor John, uh, really spearheading this idea. And I know you're going to be doing it in your church. Yep. Uh, I hope to see it in churches all across the nation. Yeah, well, it would be a wonderful thing. And thank you, Caleb and Gabe, both for just your, your leadership in all of these things. Yeah, absolutely, we're absolutely sir. with you. And thank you so much for your work in downtown Spokane. We appreciate you. We're blessed to do it. God bless you. All right. God bless you, sir. Thank you. All right. So now let's uh, go ahead and flip the script a little bit here. And let's talk about uh, an issue that I saw just recently, Gabe. It was it was very interesting to me. Um, there was a plane. I don't know if you saw this, uh, but it was a surveillance plane. And um, they went to land. And uh, you would expect that a surveillance plan or plane would know where the uh, runway might be. Which, that, would, I would hope I, so. I would hope that they would know that, right? <laughs> and, uh, and, and of all places, in Hawaii? Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, it's not like it's this big landmass, yeah. you know. I mean, <laughs> it's not all that big of an island. But, no, um, they completely overshot the runway and landed in the ocean. Did you see this? Yeah, I actually have not heard this. I've heard uh, recently we had a, 
a couple of our soldiers pass away in a hel- helicopter accident overseas. So, but I did not hear of a an actual. This is a C one thirty. What is this plane? It's a Navy P eight A. And okay. it overshot the runway. It's landed. not a small plane. No, no, not at all. It's a it's a rather large plane here. All right, but uh, interestingly enough. Um, the Navy has been really, as of late, showcasing their, their diversity. diversity. Now, yes. what would you expect in the, the modern American military? Uh, of course, that uh, diversity, it's, it's just, equity, just, all that stuff, right? It's now one or more of the places of propaganda. But I do have to point out this. I don't know if you saw this. The Amer- uh, United States Army just put out a recent video. And in said video, everyone's freaking out because they, they said this, we must be going to war. Why? Because every single person on the commercial for the United States Army was all white. So there, it's it, and it's all men. Yeah. So we, we must be actually going to war. But recruitment is horrible. I mean, I just saw a video uh, going a little off script here, but I just saw a video where the Army was actually trying to recruit people at a cosplay convention. Like it, oh we're in trouble, God. guys. We are in Sweet trouble. Lord. Okay, you're trying to recruit a bunch of LARPers and give them real weapons. We are in a world of hurt uh, as far as the military is concerned. But anyway, returning back to the story, Gabe, the Navy has been distributing a lot of photos lately of all women flight crews, uh, where they're they're trying to show off the fact that they they you know we've 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 gone away from the the patriarchy right to where only men are are serving in the military or only men are being the pilot of these planes and so they've been pushing this as is an is a great example of moving forward of progress and at, there's no proof let me just say this it's my own thoughts on this but um when i'm seeing a, an all-female flight crew and they're pushing this and uh and i'm, I'm wondering can women fly gabe that's the question because i've got a study here that uh says that the experts have come out gabe now look let me back up just a second here. Do you think women are better, equal, or worse drivers than men? Unfortunately, I know I know the statistics. Women pay less for insurance, and that's because they've said they are better drivers. So you're you're gonna get insurance companies that disagree with you. So I would believe that women are safer drivers. I don't think they're better drivers. I think okay. they're safer drivers. Well, where's my Donald Trump button? Wrong. Wrong. No, no, no. Study has come out, Gabe. Study says women are worse drivers getting more car crashes despite driving less than men. Oof. That's brutal. That's hard. Hey, to our female audience, don't kill the messenger. I'm just reading the stories. Yeah. This is central New York news, too. This is coming from a leftist uh, study. In, in fact, if the women are re- that watch the show are re- really getting mad, it was Pat that sent me the article. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the sound of Pat's head under the bus. <laughs> but no, I mean, do you think maybe perhaps this was an all-women flight crew that missed the air, airport? I really, entire? really wish we had intel to find that out because uh, now you didn't. F- is anybody injured in this? Did they survive? They all survived. Okay, yes. Okay, good. This is why we can laugh about it. Okay, thank you, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, we'd be terrible people. That's horrific. <laughs> all right. Speaking of airplanes, Gabe and I have talked about this uh, a couple of times on the show. This phenomenon is increasing. And we said to keep watch. If this keeps happening, in fact, as much as Caleb and I have been flying recently, I've been kind of like crossing my fingers, hoping something actually does happen because I don't actually like living without calm. Like we say, I was born for a storm. Uh, calm does not suit me. I want one of these incidents to happen on a plane. I want to exercise somebody. Here's some footage that actually recently just happened. 
happened on X. Um, this is going viral already again. You can see a woman, who, a white lady, kind of a heavy set. She actually kind of goes flying over these chairs like a linebacker. This is very reminiscent of a, a football match. This woman begins to say that something is going on as far as her leg being cut off. And then at one point, another woman instigates a actual exorcism. You know, African-American woman begins to even use this opportunity to proclaim the gospel, which I thought she was the one who was possessed, but it's actually not her. Go ahead and play this clip for a few seconds. If you guys on radio can be patient, you're not going to understand what's going on. But those of you who are with us on video, you'll be able to see. Yeah, you can see her. She's crawling over the chairs, Caleb. Well, that's pretty good. That's like American Ninja Warrior stuff. Yeah. It, it's an extremely chaotic event. Um, you can start seeing this other woman approach, and she does. She she recognizes this for exactly what I think it was. I mean, this woman's claiming that her legs cut off, that she was kidnapped, and this other woman recognizes that this is demonic. Yeah, now, it takes two grown, full-size men. She's swinging at them right now, those of you who are watching this. Two full-size grown men to hold her back. Uh, this is... What are your thoughts on that, Caleb? Do you, do you think she's possessed? I, I think so. And this is what we've been saying on this show regarding all of these instances that are occurring. In airlines specifically, Gabe and I floated the idea that perhaps because uh, they fly, they, they reach a point that, that normally human beings wouldn't. And, and, and as we're seeing, uh, you know, really the veil being torn between the supernatural and the natural, right? We're seeing a, a, an increase, and this is one of the reasons why Gabe and I both believe that we're really coming into the, the end of days type of situation here. But perhaps that veil is being lifted, and because these airlines are, are, are at these elevated uh, flight patterns, that that demonic realm is having more access to these individuals. And I think that here we go again. Once again, we're seeing it where this woman is clearly having a demonic experience here, Gabe. Yeah, the, the manifesting behavior that we've seen multiple times. Now there is a woman who she was kind of the TikTok sensation. She was kind of the, everybody said she was the hot girl. Tiffany Gomez. Is that yes. her name? Yeah. Well, she's come out and apologized, but some people are even uh, theorizing that her apology was done by deep fake through an AI because it doesn't really match. Um, I, I don't know what to make of that. All I know is it just keeps happening. Another thing, Caleb, I just wanted to bring to your attention. This is uh, coming. This is news that air marshal, National Council, Council Director Sonia Labasco said air marshals are still being deployed at the southern border, leaving flights unguarded over Thanksgiving weekend. Oh, that sounds safe. So there's so many uh, porous places in our you know, southern border, thanks to Biden, that we have air marshals now not on flights. So our flights, this is going on. You know, th these are two bystanders holding this demonically possessed woman instead of an air marshal. So just, you know, just it, another I, reason. I'm glad you brought up the border, pray. Gabe, um, because I've got a source uh, at the border who the situation at the border is so much worse than any of us actually know. Uh, the environment there, the the cartels are literally just throwing bodies over the gate, over the fence. They're just tossing them. Uh, there has been a, a high rate of suicides within Border Patrol agents and ICE agents. Wow. The situation is collapsing. And the stress level for these brave women, men and women who serve at our border, we need to be praying for them as well because they're trying to hold back literally an ocean 
And wow. this country cannot handle what could come across that border. And and then you're bringing up the fact that our airlines are not safe. Now, this is Frontier. A little clue for you, ladies and gentlemen. Don't fly Frontier, okay? So true. Not a good airline, all right? Spirit may be worse. Yeah. But but Frontier's right up, up there with them. So, yeah, be careful on that one as well. I, I will say, Gabe, you know, this woman, when she's like, she's making a mad dash across these uh, these seats. I'm wondering if she was hungry and was trying to get over to the slutty vegan. That's right. How, how's that for a transition? Why are we Why are we having these things named? Why, yeah. Slutty vegan is an actual burger. I had to bring it up, man. All right. This one actually did come from Pat. The, the other story about women not being able to fly was actually from Chris. Um, <laughs> I had to beat up on you, Chris, because this is a restaurant you might actually go to. I don't know. Um, there's a restaurant in Atlanta called the Slutty Vegan. Like, that makes you want to go into it. Okay, but the the idea, and it's really weird, Gabe, that you walk into the restaurant, and how do they, how do they greet you? They call you Slut. Yeah. Men, women, hey, children. Hey, hey slut. slut. And they call it a, a term of endearment. I don't think that. And all the, all the things on the menu are named after sexual uh, terms. That's the other part. Yes. Yeah. That's, Every single item on there's here. There's a menage a trois. A one-night stand. A fussy hussy. I mean, this is gross. Why would I want to eat, uh, uh, number one, a vegan meal, but number two, when it's named after a sex act? Yes. Now, and, and well, this is this is exploding. And the uh, the owner, she actually attributes her success to her small little, uh, you know, she was at the time had a, a, you know, a food stand on wheels, essentially. And, and uh, good old Snoop Dogg came up to her stand from that on that point on. She has become uh, basically uh, TikTok famous. Yeah, and but Snoop Dogg is so stoned. He doesn't know what tastes yeah, good. Who knows? But listen, to, listen. OK, I'm going to take the menage a trois burger. OK, listen to the description of this delicacy. Plant based patty loaded with vegan bacon, vegan shrimp, vegan cheese, onion, lettuce, tomato and our slut sauce on a vegan Hawaiian bun. Does anything about that sound appealing to you? No. What is vegan bacon? Our, our friend Dan over here is working on merch for us. He called it fakin', which is a way better term for it. I firmly believe that people who don't have Jesus Christ and they, they, they don't have the new covenant, they believe that this is their only life that they have. So they're, they're, they're not willing to understand that this life is short. You might as well enjoy some bacon. You does, might, does turkey bacon make you angry? I think it's good for only one thing, you know, basically feeding the dog the trash. Yeah, yeah exactly. treats for your it's dog. like you remember uh, Parks and Rec where he was yeah. throwing the bacon Ron in the Swanson. trash. Yeah, like yeah. that's all you it's do exactly with this. What it's for. Like I would order this 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 fake burger and just throw it away in front of them. So would, are they going to open up one of these in Spokane? I hope not. If it, we do, you know what? I'm good at actually having protests. I, I, this is a skill that I have. Yeah. Gabe, you know this about me. I can organize a good protest. We'll go out there and we'll eat like Carl's Jr. We'll get the biggest Carl's Jr. burger and just eat it in front of the store. Well, we're going to take a left turn and cross the pond over the ocean. Talk about uh, Palestine. There's a video that actually has gone viral as well. A uh, Palestinian woman was recently arrested, Caleb, for posting simply on her WhatsApp a, a response as far as what is going on in Israel. Now, you know this. A lot of people, 1.5 million Palestinians live in Israel proper. 
So they don't, not all, not, not all of the Palestinians live in Gaza. So imagine being somebody who believes in Islam and a lot of them are being silent, but up, uh, I think somewhere around over 119 people have been arrested by a new law. It's a temporary law. It's very interesting. And I think we need to pay attention to this because the level of thought police that's going on right now in the world is actually kind of scary. This woman, you'll see the video here. It's kind of chaotic, but you'll see she's arrested simply for something that she posted online. Go ahead and play this video, Chris. You'll actually hear him speaking in English here in a second, but... So basically what we're seeing is the, is this the idea? Yeah, go ahead and read, read what they're saying there. So, yeah, go ahead and bring it down. So in a nutshell, she is now screaming because she's going to jail for what she posted online. Now, the punishment is up to a year in prison. But the lady uh, by the name of Yasmin Kadora reportedly changed her WhatsApp status on October 25th to say, may God grant them victory and protect them. She was arrested and charged with sympathy for partaking in terrorism under the assumption that her post was about Hamas. Uh, it, it, to me, there's something... Very disturbing about this. This is positively dystopian, Gabe. Uh, the libertarian in me is screaming at the top of my lungs. We cannot be arresting people for free speech. Now, granted, they don't live in a country that necessarily honors it the way that right. we Israel at least does are not supposed have a very, to. Very good constitution. That it's definitely not the United States. Um, but the amendment known as Article 24 bans the system, uh, systematic and continuous consumption of publications of a terrorist organization under circumstances that indicate identification with terrorists organization. So this is a two year me measure, which is very interesting. Caleb, don't you think laws should like have a duration? If, if it's only two years, I'm kind of like, that's kind of what we would call sus to begin with. Sus, huh? It's a two year law. What do they plan on doing in two years? They plan on really cleaning house. Now I am not sympathizing by any means. Those of you who know me, I'm absolutely pro kingdom of heaven. I am not pro, uh, Hamas, Hamas. but this to me, uh, is very, very interesting. We, we as Christians need to watch and, and take warning to there may be a day when on Meta, Facebook, X, we post things and find ourselves in jail time. I agree. I mean, this is it, it's a dangerous precedence to take to allow something like this to happen really anywhere in the world, Gabe. It makes me incredibly angry to see somebody who you it's kind of a stretch to, to claim that this woman who posted something you don't necessarily know that it's important in in Hamas and what they were doing. Now you can surmise that you can you can kind of put it together, but it's not like she came out and said death to Israel or or something of that nature. No, she just said you know may God support them and bless them. Um, I find this extremely problematic, and I don't think it's too far of a stretch as you just pointed out that this could happen within our own country. We've already seen instances like this in Canada where you get pastors being arrested for simply proclaiming the word of God. I think we need to be watching something like this and make sure it never happens within our own borders at least. Yeah, and even be careful cheering for what's going on in other nations. Yeah, I'm all for cleaning out Hamas, but I'm also uh, very, very aware that it could affect us as well.
Yeah, you're absolutely right. All right, we're out of time. Church of State is sponsored in part by Patriot Church and the Constitution Party. I'm Gabe Blomgren, and a calm does not suit me. I'm Caleb Collier. I was born for a storm. Welcome to the fire.